Hello, everybody, and welcome to a brand new episode of 727 Podcast. And the Buccaneers are the Super Bowl champions of the 2020 Super Bowl 55 in Tampa Bay. So, in Raymond James Stadium, Buccaneers playing in their own stadium win 31-9. to The defending champs game scores a touchdown, which is insane. But here's my theory to why the Buccaneers won. The Chiefs are a elite team with elite players, but everybody else that isn't elite is alright. They're decent. They're not necessarily good, but they're alright. So, they're paying all this money to these good players, these elite players, and they have these other guys that are cheaper. So, but you look at the Buccaneers, let's go back last year. Same team, right? Or different team, you had the 49ers. They have a good all-around team. Everybody's good. They have a few elite players and Fred Warner, George Kettle, you know, some other players. But everybody's good. You know, Nick Bosa's an elite player. But everybody else is good. So you have a good all-around team with less elite players, but you have the Chiefs with more elite players and not really everybody else being good. Mostly everybody else is alright. They're decent. So... Now, you take the quarterback from the 49ers, you upgrade him to Tom Brady. You still have those few elite players on the Buccaneers, you know, Mike Evans, um, White, uh, Tom Brady, Rob Gronkowski. But then you also have everybody else good. You have the good people, and that's what the defense won the game, obviously. But the, the defense is so good, like the 49ers get what I'm saying? So it's almost like a repeat of last Super Bowl with a better quarterback. So I, I just, a lot of people might not agree with me on that, but I don't think home field advantage had a whole bunch to do with it because Super Bowl tickets were so much this year that yes, there was home field advantage way more than normal, but the people who are going to the Super Bowl are still going to be going to the Super Bowl, even if their team's not in it. You have those people who are just going to go to the Super Bowl to go to the Super Bowl, and they'll fly in from anywhere, you know? So, I just... There's not much you can do, though, against a guy like Brady. A guy like Brady, 7 for 10 in Super Bowls, just got a 7th ring, and with his second team. He's only on his second team. It's insane. And a lot of people will say, a lot of people try to say that Belichick carried Brady, but this year proves that Brady's a great, a smart and great player because he's he wins New England, won six rings. At the end of his contract, he realized, I can't stay here. You know, I'm not going to do good, so I need to go somewhere we can do good. He tried to go to the 49ers. The 49ers obviously didn't want him at the time because... They had Jimmy Garoppolo coming off of a Super Bowl Super Bowl visit. So why would they want why would they want Tom Brady? We don't need him. Obviously, as a 49ers fan. I wish we got Tom Brady, but oh well. Went to the Buccaneers, right? Buccaneers win the Super Bowl with Tom Brady, and I think that kind of shuts up all the doubters who said, oh, Tom was carried by Belichick. But in reality, Belichick's still amazing. But Belichick, as the GM, 
hasn't made the best plays as a GM. He has not been upgrading the team properly. And I don't know if it's for when some scheme or something, but he did lose half of his defense. And he has no... Tom Brady had no offensive weapons. So, he leaves and goes to the Buccaneers, who are literally set. They just need a quarterback that doesn't throw 30 interceptions. So, they get Tom Brady, the guy who's been there, done that. And they've been on a run since week 12, I'm pretty sure. After they lost to the Chiefs, they have been on a run. They lost three games straight, and then ever since then, they have been insane, been phenomenal. And then, obviously, running all the way. I don't think anybody was really projecting the Buccaneers to make it to the Super Bowl. And then, almost everybody's saying they're not going to win. That's insane to me. Like, look how good they were, and nobody thought that they would be in the spot they'd be in. So, I think it has a lot to do with with knowing knowing where you are in Tom Brady. He knows what he's where he is. He knows what he's doing. He's been here multiple times. This is his tenth Super Bowl, his seventh ring now. Gronk and Brady uh, beat, I think it was Montana and Rice. I'm a Niners fan, obviously. I already said this, um, but I ain't that old. So I'm pretty sure it's Montana and Rice for most touchdowns in a postseason. And it, Gronk really had a day, and Tom really had a day. Both of them had like really good days. Tom threw 30 completions for 40 attempts. 332 yards and a three touchdowns, one interception. So, well deserving Super Bowl MVP. Two of those touch didn't. I'm pretty sure. Don't quote me on this, but I'm like 99% sure that Tom Brady threw all his touchdowns in the first quarter. Threw every single one of his touchdowns in the first quarter, and then hasn't thrown it. Didn't throw any in the second quarter. But I'm actually in Tampa right now. And I didn't go to the game, but it's insane here. Like whenever, um, whenever they won, there was fireworks going off. People were literally driving down the street, honking their horns, right? And it's just, it was insane how happy people were. And like, it was like people had fireworks if they won. They were shooting up fireworks everywhere. They had cars. Like, everybody was so happy. Everybody was so happy. And it's... But I went to the ACBS thing the other day on Friday. No, on Thursday. Yeah, on Thursday. Went to a Super Bowl festivities place, right? CBS. It was CBS holding it. And there was, like, a live band. There was cornhole. There was pretty much where your kids could run around. And then at 7.30, I'm pretty sure, they 7.30 Eastern, they had a live show with Charles Davis and two other people. And it was so insane how, like, how much they loved their books because somebody said, uh, Who's winning the Super Bowl, right? 
before the show aired, like five minutes before, and he looks and he goes, I don't know. It might be Kansas City. And he got booed hard. Everybody was booing him. I mean, boo! Boo! Right? Like, he got booed out of, like, oh my god, it was so loud. And then you hear one person go, Tampa, everybody else, Bay, Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay, right? It was insane how loud they were with, like, how small of a, it wasn't, like, a very small, it, it wasn't, like, 10 people. It was probably, like, 50 people right there, but it sounded like 200 people. They were, they, they loved their their uh, Buccaneers here and they won and honestly a lot of people probably wanted the Chiefs to win because a lot of people don't like the Buccaneers but I've I've never really had something against Tom Brady just because he wins and okay okay maybe he kisses kids on the lips and I yeah that that might be something I got against him but other than as a football player, I got nothing against him. He's a really great football player, and there's nothing you can say about that. Now, I don't like seeing him win over and over. That's not entertaining. I like seeing different things. Heck, I, my, my Niners went to the Super Bowl next year, or if we're going to have the 12th overall pick. I'm all right with that because it's, you know, I want us to be going to the Super Bowl every year and winning it every year. But also, I like seeing different. I want to see the Browns going to win the Super Bowl. The Browns, you know, it's like... The Browns can win a Super Bowl? You know, I like different. I like entertaining. I like... And this Super Bowl to me was very entertaining because I've hated the Chiefs ever since we got that uh, no-call holding. That was obviously a no-call no call, uh, on Nick Bosa. I'm not, I'm not completely sure who, who actually was doing the holding, but it wasn't called. And it was a big play. I don't remember the exact play, but it was a big play. And if they had called that, I don't think the Chiefs would have won. So I've always had like this secret like hatred towards them. So, but I, I'm okay with them winning. You know, I know they're a good team, but whenever the Buccaneers just destroyed them like that, it made me so happy. It was kind of like a revenge type thing. But like the game was so opposite from what we were expecting because put this in basketball terms we're expecting michael jordan versus lebron james battle of two eras the greatest of all time of each of their era of the greatest of each of their era right both of them are kind of the greatest of all time to certain people so you have patrick mahomes who people are gonna say is the greatest of all time in like two years if he wins one more ring he'll be the greatest of all time already you know he'll be the up-and-coming greatest of all time and then you have tom brady the greatest of all time so it's like the clash of two battles you have the older guy you have the younger guy and they're kind of going at it and it's like it's way too similar of a story from michael jordan to tom brady and lebron to um to uh mahomes so, you know, Michael Jordan, Tom Brady, both amazing players at their sports. And they weren't, you know, the first pick. They weren't. They, I mean, obviously, Tom Brady was a sixth-round pick, and uh, Michael Jordan was still a first-round pick. But, you know, it was, like, pushed back from 
now they would be first round picks if they knew what both of them would be. They would both go first round. Then you have Mahomes and you have LeBron. Now, obviously, Mahomes went 10th overall to the Chiefs and LeBron went first overall to the Cavaliers. But you look at it and they are both so hyped up. Obviously, you're coming out of Texas Tech. You're probably not going to go first overall unless you're really good. But he went 10th out of Texas Tech. Like, that, for me, is like, wow. That's, that's like, somebody in, I don't know. Uh, let's just think. Like, somebody out of Mizzou. Missouri University. University of Missouri. Going first overall. You have to be good to get that. To get, you have to be amazing. Like, maybe one of the greatest to ever play it then. And there has to be almost no doubts about you. So, you know, Mahomes, obviously really good. But when we're pretty much as high as he's going to get for going to Texas Tech. And then they both, you look at Michael Jordan, LeBron, or not Michael Jordan, LeBron, Michael Jordan and Tom Brady. Whenever they're put into the spotlight, they start doing good. You know, Michael Jordan started his career good. Now, he wasn't winning rings yet, but gave him some time. But he was always playing good from his first season as a starter. And Tom Brady's first season as a starter. But then you look at, like, whenever they get into the season, everything. So, you know, it's kind of the same, but Michael Jordan wasn't winning rings. Then you look at Mahomes and LeBron. LeBron wasn't winning rings, but Mahomes winning rings and MVPs. So, I believe once they get into the league, it's a little bit different. But before, the whole leading up to is kind of the same. I, a lot of people probably won't agree with me on that, but I believe it's it's not completely similar. I mean, to be fair, you're comparing basketball with football, so it's not that easy to be similar. But... The Super Bowl is literally Michael Jordan versus LeBron James, and it did not turn out the way I was expecting. I was expecting a very close game and decided by maybe a field goal or a late touchdown. Honestly, that's what I was expecting was a last-second game, and the game was pretty much decided by half. And honestly, what I was expecting was, because the Chiefs were playing really good at the beginning, and the Bucks were not playing good like the first two drives of each. Bucks weren't playing really good, but the Chiefs were playing really good. They just weren't able to get all the way down for a touchdown. But it looked like that was very promising beginning of the game. And not a lot of people are talking about that. And I'm like, what? The Chiefs had such a promising beginning two drives, but the Buccaneers didn't. So I'm like, oh god, the Bucks are gonna lose. The Chiefs are gonna win, right? And the Bucks came back after those two drives, started playing good again, and the Chiefs started doing worse. Chiefs never even scored a touchdown. I mean, heck, person running onto the field scored a touchdown before the freaking Chiefs did. That's insane. <laughs> a lot of people were saying the Chiefs are going to win. I, I never really... I was kind of thinking the Bucks were going to win, but I never said anybody was going to win, honestly. I just, this Super Bowl was different. I normally like saying who's going to win almost every week in the playoffs and everything, but just me. I like I like throwing my, my guesses out there, and if they're right, you know, yeah, you know, you all said this, and I'm right. But with this, like, I wanted the Bucks to win, but I didn't know who was going to win. 
I didn't say who was going to win because I didn't know. I had a feeling the Chiefs were going to win, but also at the same time, I was thinking the Bucks were going to win. So it's like, it's like, it's like Juice World. How do I explain this? You know how if you catch feelings for someone, you listen to your heart. So listen to your brain, you know, quote unquote. It's almost like that, you know. I had this feeling the Chiefs were going to win, but I, I wanted to think the Bucks were going to win, but I never said anybody was going to win, honestly. So, I, I'm i not going to sit out here and say I was right, y'all was wrong, you, you, but the Buccaneers, oh my god, they've played so well these last, like, I just, I don't want to be like everybody else, how everybody else I can already tell is going to be, oh, Mahomes this, Mahomes that, Mahomes was playing with backup people, Mahomes this, this person didn't catch that, Mahomes had a game, okay, and I'm not, I'm not blaming this on Mahomes at all, Mahomes was the best player out there, win or lose, he was the best player out there, he made a throw while being tackled back to back plays, and one of them hit his guy in the head, like right up, bounced off his forehead, right, there's nothing you can do, but Mahomes was also constantly being sacked, constantly being sacked. What is he? He's so good for what he was given. He was given a terrible situation, a terrible situation that game, and he showed out. But he didn't win. So why does it matter? You know, and everybody else is going to say excuses for Mahomes. Mahomes doesn't need excuses. Mahomes is an amazing player. He doesn't need you to say, oh, we had backup people. Oh, those people weren't catching because obviously they weren't. But Mahomes doesn't need that. Mahomes knows he lost. He won last year, but he lost. Obviously, nobody wants to lose, but it happened. Making excuses for him not going to change that. He's not going to get a second ring now that you made all these excuses for him. And if I was going to go, well, because the Buccaneers won... But the Chiefs, you know, Patrick Mahomes really got screwed over. You know what I mean? And the game was not rigged. People were saying the game was not rigged. Yes, they were calling everything on the Chiefs. But they were committing them. Now, what I would like the Buccaneers to be called for more flags because they were committing some too that weren't being called. I mean, heck, there was a pass interference that was not called at all. Even though he caught it, you gotta call it. You know what I mean? And... I think they missed two big pass interference flags. But, you know, the refereeing crew was not bad. It was actually, in my opinion, a pretty good refereed game. Uh, just people people want to make up an excuse to say why Tom Brady's bad. You know, or Tom, yeah, why Tom Brady's bad. He Or he has to cheat, you know. Yeah, he deflated a ball. Okay, he did. It's obvious. He deflated balls, so... He would be able to throw them farther, right? He, it's proven. You know, he did it. But every game they say is rigged. And I think it's just, you, you're just searching for something, you know. Obviously, the officials were way too, you know. But it's also like, I think it has to do with they knew that they had to officiate amazing you know, they had to be the best they could possibly be because of the Super Bowl. So they're calling everything possible. That's seems like that's what it could be. It seems like it could be a flag. 
So they're just trying to they're trying to be the best possible officiating crew. And that that the woman ref, um the uh, female, first ever female to officiate in the Super Bowl. I actually don't know her name. I'm not gonna act like I do. I completely forgot. It's Sarah something, I'm pretty sure. And she did pretty good. She actually did really good. But the one time I think she really didn't do so good, which honestly I think anybody would have called it, was whenever they marked him incomplete, whenever it was, it like hit the guy's hand, bounced up, and it was intercepted. I don't know if you guys know the exact play, but it was Chiefs. It bounced up, it bounced off the guy's hands, and Buccaneer picked it off. But it was marked incomplete, and I think if she just said it was complete, it could have been reviewed, and I think it could have been interception because it looked like to me it had hit his hand, and he tried to bring it in, and he flew it up, right? So it never actually hit the ground. It hit his hand, got thrown up, and the guy intercepted it. So, but honestly, I think anybody's gonna make that call incomplete. So I'm not gonna blame. I think almost 99% of the officials are gonna call that as incomplete. But she actually did really good. A lot of people are going to say this because she's... It's funny to make memes and stuff, you know, but... I mean, you have to give credit to her. She did really good. At least for me, I think she did pretty good. So that's going to wrap it up for the first ever episode of 727 Sports. Buccaneers are Super Bowl 55 champions. Tom Brady's won a seventh ring. Brady and Gronk back at it. Brady said he's coming back next year questionable about Bruce Arians. I'll catch y'all in the next episode. Peace.